listening to on the wake up radio.com sign up for otwtube.com uncensored free speech platform shout out to our super producer cindy ashby all shows are live on the wake up radio.com catch replays on soundcloud stitcher google podcasts apple podcasts itunes spotify and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Uh, I'm not sure who's here. Okay, Candace is here. Right on, right on. All right. All right. Hopefully everybody's getting the notifications as I get my life together. Okay, 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 let's see. As everybody comes in, welcome. Let me get my clips ready. Hope everybody had a an awesome Wednesday. Today is Woo Wednesday. I will be taking partaking in what episode is it episode eight of the Wu Tang Americans? Uh, saga series. The tonight's episode is uh the Liquid Swords episode. Whew. Man, listen, when the MCs came <laughs> to live out the name <laughs> and to perform, some had to snort cocaine. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. Yeah. Shout out to all those, those, those uh. All the artists that had to snort that cocaine to, to function on stage. <laughs> okay. Let me get these clips together and we gonna go in because we got a lot to cover. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're looking for today's stream earlier, I went left and it's on uh Patreon. Oh, and it's on Spotify too. Oh, and on the wake up radio, whatever. So it's out there, just not on YouTube. Cause I, I went left like I normally do. I should have left it up, but listen, I ain't taking no chances with YouTube. I'm tired. I'm tired of YouTube. Just treat me however they want to treat me. Well, so these clips. Okay. I'm getting these clips together. I'm getting these clips together. What else? What else? What else? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. I got that. All right. So let's get into it. Like I said, a lot of things to cover. I mean, it's a lot, lot. It's a lot, lot. All right. Divine was going through it last episode. Man, listen, I felt every emotion watching that. I, I knew exactly what he was going through. Like that was speaking to me because he, that man damn near had a panic attack that spoke to me. So I was so upset for him. I'm yelling at the, at the TV, like, just tell them niggas to, I mean, I went, I've been there. I know that's why I love the show Atlanta. Right. I, Shows like that speak to me because those, those, those experiences are real. Like, I know what that's like. I know exactly what that's like. I know what that's like. 
Oh, she left. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Sexy red. Okay. She's out here starting trouble. I don't want to hear. I'm innocent, ma'am. You're guilty. You're guilty as hell. Okay. I got the drunk. <laughs> I wasn't even drunk. So that was the scary part. I was just, you know, I just, once you see enough of this stuff and I'm going to try not to curse this entire stream, but you know, I, I, I'm turning into the old man. That's just, you know, am you're only, only innocent in your head. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they beat him pretty good. They beat him pretty good. I, you don't know my life's life. All my life I had to fight, fight hard. All my life I had to fight. Yo, let's do this. Family, family is the worst. And why am I saying this? I'm saying family is the worst. Now, I, I've been meaning to cover this a couple of days ago, but let's, let's get it. Just let's just go. This is Rudolph Isley. You know what I hate and no shade to nobody, no, no diss to nobody. I hate when content creators, right? Like, Oh, okay. Pet peeve of mine. This is my personal thing. Don't take it. Nobody take it personal or take what I'm saying to heart. I hate when content creators don't screen share. I hate that. Especially when they're talking about subjects and they don't have the information right in front of them. And they're just kind of guessing here and there. I hate that mess, man. I hate that. I like, cause I like to see the information as well as hear the person critique, you know, but that's my personal pet peeve. Like I just, it's one thing to sit there and watch you, but then when you go off and, and get, get into a subject, I want to see what you're talking about, you know, cause man, listen, all right. All right. So why am I saying this once again, please, this is no shot, no diss. I'm sitting there watching, what's his name, Black Dot? Uh, Urban X. I watched them. I watched, I used to watch them really, really tough, but now I had to fall back because um, I just don't want to watch you talk. I want visualizations. I want to see what the hell you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? This is me. This is how I function. This is how I re retain information when it's being given from other people. Right? It's like a slideshow. It's like, you know, when you present a, a, sh a PowerPoint or something like that, you know? So they're talking about the Ronald Isley and Rudolph Isley. And they're like, oh, I don't even know how many Isleys are there. I don't even know. Like, Nick. And, oh, I don't know. He's got some hits. Uh, a couple hits. I'm like, what the? F so you can't even give me correct. In You're not even giving me correct information. This is why I'm, I'm a screen share whore. All right. I'm a screen share whore because I want you to see exactly what I'm talking about. How else are you going to retain an information if I don't show you me telling you it only goes so far. All right. Once again, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you insights to how I process information and how I want my information to come across to you guys. Okay. And so they're going this rant about, you know, who, who's in it and how many and why are they fighting? And I'm just like, really? Really? So let me get into why they're beefing. 
why the older brother is suing the younger brother. Okay. And for those that don't realize, <laughs> and please, and for those that don't understand who Rudolph Isley was, he was the very white looking guy. Okay. If you go through those old album photos, this is why I, I love the screen shit. I want y'all to see what I'm looking at. This is, this is Rudolph Isley. Okay. The big burly one. This is, he's suing his younger brother, Ron. Okay. This is what Black Dot and his son failed to, you know, get the information across to y'all. It's no diss to them. You know, it's no diss to them. But I, I just can't sit there and just watch you talk. I want to see numbers. I want to see colors, letters, graphs. Give me something to look at as opposed to just listening to you. All right. Yes, he, you're right. You're right. Ron is, I mean, this man didn't want to pay his taxes. So, and then we, we, then I must give you a backstory. Listen, Rudolph Isley is in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. He was inducted, in, he's inducted last year. All right. Rudolph is the older brother. All right. So here we go. Once again, I like to give people context, backstory, how we got here. All right. He left the business in 89 to become a, a minister. All right. Um, let me see. Yeah. Younger brothers, Ernie and Marvin with brother-in-law, Chris Jasper. Right. Uh, Isley Jasper Isley was formed as a splinter group of the Isleys in 84 by Chris Jasper, Ernie and Marvin, uh, releasing three albums, blah, 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 blah. Okay, here we go. 87 Isley Jasper Isley disbanded and were subsequently inducted into the with the rest of the Isleys in 92 to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2014. After the breakup, Isley Jasper Isley, Chris Jasper continued as a solo artist, multi-instrumentalist and producer forming his own independent record label, Gold City Records. Okay, the oldest member uh, of the of the Isleys, O'Kelly, died in 86 and Rudolph and Ronald released a pair of albums as a duo before Rudy retired to a life in the Christian ministry in 89. Ron reconvened the group two years later in 91 with Ernie and Marvin. Ernie is the, is the one that has always got the damn guitar. Ernie Isley is the one that just always walked around with the guitar. Okay. Uh, Marvin left the group five years later due to complications from diabetes and passed away in 2010. Ronald and Ernie continued to perform under the Isley's name. All right. And these are all the people that have sampled their records. Blah, 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 blah. Now let's get to why Rudolph is upset. Now, mind you, Rudolph himself is in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Okay, so he's no slouch. Rudolph sues Ronald over the band's trademark. Rudolph is seeking a full accounting and 50% <clears throat> of profits from the trademark. Okay. Claiming he improperly registered the trademark for the Isley brothers as a sole individual. Nigga, that's some shady shit. <laughs> that's some shady shit. That's shady. 
That's shady. And you know what happens, right? Like, whoever you, when you register the trademark, you put everybody's names down. Everybody's supposed to get a copy in the mail. You know, say, hey, you are so-and-so tra- owner of this trademark, and here's the names listed, blah, 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 blah. Okay, as a sole individual, excluding him from an asset in a partnership in which they are equal members, documents viewed by Pitchfork confirm. The suit seeks a declaration that the mark the Isley Brothers is jointly owned by each brother and an asset in which they sole and equal members. Rudolph Isley also asserts that he is unaware of the degree to which Ronald exploited the mark, the licenses, and the other transactions that Ronald entered into. We're talking sink sink licenses, mechanical licenses, oh my God, ancillaries, commercials, soundtracks. You, You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, and he seeks a judgment forcing Ronald to account for and pay his 50% share of the proceeds he's collected on the trademark. Okay. Uh, documents obtained from the U.S. state's patent trademark show that on November, 20, uh, November 2nd, 2021, Ronald Isley applied to register exclusive rights to the Isley brothers. This was literally two years ago, not even two years ago. Trademark for visual recordings and audiovisual recordings featuring music and animation as a sole individual. The USPTO registered the trademark on August 16, 2022. Rudolph and Ronald co-founded the Isley Brothers with their brother O'Kelly in 54. Rudolph claims that after O'Kelly's death in 1986, he and Ronald each held 50% share of ownership in the group and the Isley Brothers trademark. Both parties agreed. Rudolph retired from performing and recording with the band in 89. Rudolph asserts uh, in his suit that he remained active in promoting and managing the group's properties, citing a 2018 publishing deal and a recent sync of Shout in the 2023 Super Bowl commercial. Family ain't shit. Nothing. Family just boy. Boy, boy, boy. Boy, boy, boy. You should I, I tell you, every family every time. Family will do you in every time. All right. Let's continue. <laughs> Who is the one that's always dressed as zesty? Oh no. That was um I believe that's Marvin. I believe that's Marvin. Let me confirm. Nope, that's not him. Is that him? No, nope. Oh, nope. Let's look up Isley. (laughs) She said the one that's always dressed in zesty. Oh, that's the little one. It's him. Okay, hold up, hold up. (laughs) It's this little one right here, right? Oh, let's let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Now, Rudolph is the one directly in the middle. He's the Barry White looking version. That is Rudolph. I don't know which one is O'Kelly. Okay, okay, okay. Hold up. So that's Ronald and Ernie. Ernie is the one that's always wearing a do rag or a headband and with a guitar. Okay. Okay, Vernon died at 13 in a car accident. Okay, that's Ronald. There's Rudolph, Ronald, and I don't know who this guy is. Okay, so Rudy is on the left.
O'Kelly. Okay, this is O'Kelly. That's Ron, and then that's Rudolph. Okay. 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 There's Rudolph again. I still can't. I don't. I still don't know who the, the little the little one is. Okay, Marvin. That's Marvin. Chris Jasper. Okay, so if you don't know who this is, Chris Jasper, the green-eyed dude, this is him in the gold. That's Chris Jasper. That's the in-law. That's the in-law. And then Marvin is the basis in the very far right. So we have Marvin, Ronald, Rudolph, Chris Jasper. Oh, that is Ernie. That's Ernie, y'all. Ernie Isley is the little one. And then this one would be O'Kelly. On the very far left. So that's 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 er, Ernie. Ernie Isley. The one that's always dressing zesty. See? Learning is fun. Okay, let's get back to this. Learning is fun. Let's get back to it. <clears throat> All right. Okay. In his suit, Rudolph included a letter as evidence written by Navarro W. Gray, an attorney representing his brother Ronald, in response to a letter sent by Rudolph's attorney, Brian D. Kaplan. The letter addresses several claims that Ronald repaid $2 million loan from Rudolph with his share of a tax credit for the Isley Brothers LLC that Ronald did not set up a separate entity to receive Isley Brothers related revenue, but to do business solely related to his, uh, his own career that fake sites not affiliated with Ronald Isley are selling unauthorized merch and that sound exchange, the rights management firm charged with distributing the Isley Brothers royalties has always issued payments in equal share and no cor uh, corrections to royalty payouts need to be made. The letter also directly disputes Rudolph's claim that he owns 50% of the group's name and trademark since there has always been more than two members in the Isley Brothers group. It cites the Trademark Act uh, claiming that the owner of the trademark is the person who is actually and actively using the mark in commerce during or near the time of registration and that Rudolph has not used a mark in approximately 36 years. Cut that man a check. Family, man, I tell you, family. It's family every time. Right? Wait, this goofy lady online said it's Ron Isley, young wife fault. I was like, you just hate women because Ron been shady. What the hell? What is the hell? <laughs> <laughs> have mercy yeah old kelly is the mean looking one yeah this so you know like this is what i hate like when people speak like i want to see what the hell you're talking about don't tell me what you think you know what you are you know what I'm saying? I was just so I was so pissed off at those dudes. Like y'all, y'all don't have nothing to show the people. Like what the hell y'all. Once again, Rudolph Isley. Okay, one of the founding members. This man's in the Songwriting Hall of Fame. Cut that man a check. Cut that man a check. Wow. I t I'm telling you, family. Every time. Every time, family will never disappoint you. All right. Okay. 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 Let me move on to my next thing. Now, don't be mad at me. Y'all blame Reg for this. Once again, do not be mad at me. Y'all blame Reg for this. What is it? What did you, let me see. Let me find a translate button. 
<laughs> Let me find a translate button. Hey, <laughs> let me find a translate button. Y'all not gonna, y'all not gonna fault me for this. Uh, let me see. Okay, hold up, hold up. Uh oh. Wait, wait, wait. Let me find a hold up. Google Translate. Oh, yo. Since while I'm I'm pulling this up, um, yo man, this whole situation with The Rock and 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 Zachary Levi and Shazam, Shazam was a good movie. All right, Shazam was a good movie. I enjoyed it. The only issue I had with Shazam was Pedro. Well, gee, Slot, what was wrong with Pedro? Pedro came out. That's gay. Peyton. Early in the movie, as they're kids, right? Everyone's having their little hobby thing. And the older sister is trying to get Pedro into liking baseball. So Pedro's looking at a magazine at, at a shirtless baseball player. He's like, oh, yeah, I like baseball. I was like, oh, my God. Are you serious? This is a family movie? Like, this is what the fuck we doing? It's a family movie. Right? And, um... Oh, what the hell is the translate button? And then towards the end, when they were like revealing their truths, everybody, everybody all came out at once and said something. To, and he said, I'm gay. I was like, I'm done. 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 Wait. It's not going to be trans. You know what? Uh, forget it. I'll just go to Twitter. We're going to do this a Twitter thing. Once again, y'all blame Reg the bad guy. Reg is all your fault. But you know I was going to say something. You know, <laughs> you know I just be laid in the cut, just waiting to catch him up. <laughs> I just be waiting. Let me, let, me, let me find it. Let me find it. Where is it? Or where is the article? Let me find it. Ah, shit. Let me find it. Where the hell I'm trying to translate this song? Oh. Okay, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Instagram. Instagram. No, I don't want Instagram. Cool. Okay, let's do this. We're going to have to do it the old school way. We're going to have to do it the old school way. Hold up, hold up. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I like, I like Shazam, man. It was, it was decent. I hate that it's, um, it's getting killed right now in the uh, box office. And the, I, I just, DC, I, 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 <sighs> It's a mess. Um, I, I I don't care for James Gunn. I don't care for the Gunverse. I, I don't care for the Gunverse. Okay, let me screen record this. Screen recorder. Let's go.
Let me get caught up in you guys' comments while I get this together for y'all so we can all laugh together. While we can all laugh at this together. Okay, okay. There's that. And then there's this. And then there's this. Now take this with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. But optics, y'all. What, what have we been saying? What have I been saying? Preaching? I preach. I preach optics. Like optics is you live and die by it. Live and die by it. Okay. Okay. Now let me send it to myself. Screen recording. Screen recording. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay, let's see. Gmail. There we go. All right. All right let me check out in the comments. Why should he get paid? Ma'am. Because the music he helped create. Yeah, Ronnie Lasty's long, this long, like if we're a group and we send you in the, the file, the, the, basically he filed the trademark behind everybody's back, clearly as a sole proprietor, I mean as a sole, uh, sole owner. So yeah, that's it. Come on, don't do that. Don't do that. Wait, he looks sweet in that movie? Oh, y'all, so it's, y'all, y'all already seen it. Pedro was a little, bit, oh my gosh. I don't even remember that shit. That's how... I like Shazam. The, 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 I, I liked it. I liked it. The costumes look great. I mean, the costumes look really, really good. Um, I don't understand why they continue to have Shazam act as a child because clearly Billy Batson is pushing 18. So he's been doing his crime fighting thing for a couple years. So you would expect that to translate over to Shazam as it be a little bit more mature and not so kid-like. That was kind of messing with me a little bit. I'm like, dude, you, you're pushing 18. You know, you, you've seen some things in life. I expect him to be a little bit more mature, right? But he just kept being, um, <laughs> like, just being, like, he wasn't the first one, just, like, just overly, like, a teen, like a 15-year-old or 14-year-old, you know? But I, I hate what's happening to, to, to uh, the DCEU. Um, I, I'm not excited for the gun verse. I hope Superman Legacy falls flat i'm telling you right now if superman legacy does not make more money than man of steel i'm telling you it's a wrap if superman legacy does not make more money than man of steel and and the last time i checked man of steel at the box office made 668 million dollars if superman legacy does not make that it does not make more than that it is a wrap I assure you, I assure you it's a wrap. Okay, here we go. This is what I want to show everybody. <laughs> optics. Y'all, well, I keep trying to tell you about these optics. Y'all going to learn. Y'all going to learn. Now, listen, I have no dog in this fight. Yes, yeah, Shazam, uh, uh, Knowledge of Solomon, some of Heru, some Apollo, some Zeus, some, some, uh, Hermes, Hermes, a little winged feet, right? Winged feet, and then some. So all the gods acronym. That's what it stands for, yeah. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah, man, cut that man a check. But yeah, exactly. You cutting checks off the dead brothers. You so you're not giving the dead brothers offspring a cut of that. Come on, man. Atlas and Mercury. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you know, you know, but um, yeah, Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Yes, that is the the Shazam. But let me. <laughs> we have to do this. I keep trying to tell y'all. Optics. Optics. Y'all want to be movie stars, right? Black men want to be movie stars. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> MPBA investigates American YouTuber for alleged sex tourism in Salvador. <laughs> Listen. Take it with a grain of salt. Hey, let's see. Look, look at Erica notification. Look at little Erica. Look at Erica little notification up there. Look at that. Isn't that cute? Take this with a grain of salt. Okay. Doesn't matter if it's true or not. The optics are already out there. Sir, young man, you are known as a sex tourist. I that's not a badge of honor. Okay. <laughs> this is not a badge of honor. Do y'all understand? Once again, shout to Reg. <laughs> Had he not said nothing, I would have known. Because I stopped looking for him, right? So y'all blame Reg the bad guy. Yes. But once again, this is not what you want to be known for. Right, we we shame women into saying into women don't do OnlyFans because what you put out there on the internet is going to be forever. Your kids are going to see this. Your kids are going to see this. This is not what you want to be known for, as a sex tourist. Okay, we still drag O'Shea for that article, right? Now, ain't none of us forgot, but he's been chill, right? But once again. You don't see white men getting dragged to hell in newspaper articles for being a sex tourist unless they commit an actual sex crime, right? So, <laughs> no, at, at all, at all. He, exactly. Life gonna learn him. Life gonna learn him. And he gonna get y'all jammed up following behind him. Okay, so let's, let's go with what the article says. The article says... Uh, da, 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 Okay. Come on, slash scroll, scroll. Okay, here we go. Here we okay. First off, the public prosecutor's office of Bahia opened a preliminary investigation to investigate complaints against American YouTuber Austin Holloman, who published a series of videos addressing women in Salvador. During his trip to the, to the Bahrain capital in January of this year, Austin asked several questions to women and used out-of-context images with the statement that it is easy to get sex in the country. The case had repercussions after GNT presenter 
Stephanie Hibido denounced Austin's video on, on Twitter. Let's continue. Listen, you see this other article? American Catch YouTuber is investigated for offenses against Brazil. This is you, dude. This is you. Let's continue. He said, he had the nerve to say, I am planning a live broadcast for Stephanie Hibido drag up. She said, I was a passport pookie. Men who live in the United States and travel to Latin America and other countries to convince women and have some kind of relationship and who could be arrested for approaching mocked YouTube on Twitter. Okay. Now he posted this. What is this? This was last week. This was last week. Okay, he po- he he tweeted this last week. All right, I'm setting up a live stream for Stephanie Hibero 2.0 to pull up. She said I was a passport pookie and that I could be put in jail for approaching. Should passport bros go to the Philippines? Sounding very American. Y'all need to get y'all boy off this ledge, man. Y'all need to check. You know what we call this? Violation. If we were gang members or a group, some fraternal brotherhood, some faction, y'all would have to violate this dude. You know what that means, right? He's in violation. He making the organization look bad. Okay? This is what you're known for on the internet. This is never, ever going away. And then in the comments, in the Twitter this dude said, I was watching one of your videos last night. You was talking about having a cash app card and a virgin mobile phone. I couldn't relate to it because I got a Chase Sapphire card and Verizon Google Pixel phone. So this young man out here still cash app begging <laughs> with a virgin mobile phone. Lord, Lord, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Info man, my man. Y'all need to pull this young man off the list. Y'all should be violating this dude right now. He's in complete and utter violation. If we was GDs, vice lords, Crips of blood, you know what I'm talking about. He's in violation. Peso man asked you to pull up and you got scared. You'll challenge a woman who will walk all over you, but you won't challenge a man. Dude, you're a mess. Wherever you go, I go the opposite way. You're the sneako of the passport bros movement. Jeez, man, this is your legacy, bruh. Let's run it back. This is your legacy. Y'all talk about digital footprint. Erica talks about it all the time. Digital footprint. This is Austin Holloman's digital footprint. This is not a badge of honor. This ain't stripes. This ain't it. On a, on a virgin phone. 
This ain't it. This ain't it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't complain now. But this is what you asked for. This is what, what hey, what did, what did Meek Mill say? These are just the nights that I prayed for. These are the nights that I prayed for. Yeah. This is the type of digital reputation that he wants. This is the digital footprint. This is this is what you want to leave. This is what you want people to re, to to remind or remember you by, or re, remember you as. So when people type in your name, this is what, this is what pops up. So when people type in your name in a search bar of any website, whether it be Brave or Dolphin or DuckDuckGo or Google or f- f- uh, Mozilla Firefox, this is what's gonna pop up. Ain't no getting, you ain't no getting away from this. This is your, and it shout out to Walt Diddy. You are indexed as this. You are indexed as a sex tourist. Come on, man. This dude's in violation and ain't nobody checking this dude, but you know what? He grown, right? He grown. He can do what he want to do. This is not, this is not the way y'all. Right. They never, it's never about the culture. Right? It's never about the culture. Why don't they go? How come they never go to Africa? What's wrong with the women in Africa? I keep hearing all these great things about African women. They got big asses too. They're submissive, right? Right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> What'd you say? They go Midnight Expresses. <laughs> all right, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Lord have mercy. I, I Chat GPT will probably agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's indexed. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Now I, I we got to We got to get into some women behaving badly. Listen, I'm not here to judge, but y'all I'm not, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. <laughs> I'm not listen, I can't even be mad. I can't be mad. I'll judge for you. What the fuck you know exactly what that is. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> hey listen fresh and fit will spend six hours talking to women trying to talk some sense into these women man stop stop you know what their numbers are dropping outside of that waka flocka even waka was like why am i here okay that's a perfect segue into this perfect segue right these once again the internet does not do well outside it does not it's like salt and it and it's raining outside what happens if you take salt outside in the rain it ain't gonna hold up right i'm sitting there looking at waka flocka and his expressions like i guess he didn't realize what the what the format of the show was about what fresh and fit was all about because they are totally misaligned you know what i'm saying and you could tell you could look at his face and his uh his mannerisms like he was like i don't need to be here but you know he got paid a couple bucks for it um 
But yeah, listen. This this is what happens when y'all talk to women five to six hours a day, and and they come out and do this oh, anyway. They do this anyway. <laughs> Wait, and <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, let's do a green, a quick green, green lines test. Let's do a quick green lines test. Boy, this was painful. This was painful. This was painful. This was painful. Lord, ugh. Beautiful woman. This is a beautiful woman. You understand me? Yes. The show relies on women. You're right. Yeah, smart. Yeah, great point. This is a beautiful woman. But look at this. No, bro. It's over. No, no, no. Let me run it back again for y'all. Let me run it back again for y'all. That, that's what you, that's how you kiss your child. That's how you kiss your child. That's how you kiss your child. Yeah, y'all ain't gonna make it. Y'all ain't gonna make it. Y'all ain't gonna make it. Nope. Let me show y'all one more. Now, I hope my homie don't get mad at me, though. I hope I hope my homie don't get mad at me. What is this? Nope. What is that? Oh, okay. Let's do this. Let's do this. We got more women behaving badly. Don't worry. I we don't worry. We got it. We got some more. We got some more. Hold up. See, there's so many clips. I forgot to email to myself, but. It's all good. Okay, and then we got Instagram. No. Instagram. It was a screenshot. Did I do a screenshot? I think I did a screenshot. Okay, okay. Ooh, okay. Now this particular green lines. Now I stole this from one of my friends. So I hope she doesn't ever see this. I hope she never comes across this live stream and sees this. But respectfully, this is a fail. Hold on, let me show y'all. Terry. Un, it's not what you think. I'm just, it's for educational purposes. So please don't get mad at your boy. Please don't get mad at your boy. It's all love. But let me, let me pull this up real quick. This is on this man's wedding day. Okay. Pay attention. Hear me out. Once again, shout out to my homie, Terry. I stole this from your IG. Just as an educational tool. It's an educational, educational. Listen, this is a fail. This is this man's wedding. This is his wedding day. Look what he's doing, y'all. Run it down to me, class. Run it down to me, class. What's wrong with this picture? (sighs) Run it down to me, class. What's What's wrong with this picture? What's wrong with this picture? Damn, do I want to do this? Do I want to do this second picture? Damn it. Do I want to do this second picture? Let me crop this. Let me do some cropping real quick. Let me do some cropping. Once again, Terry, I love you. I love you. And you, you're one of my, you know, sweet, dearest friends. I mean, no harm. I don't mean no harm to nobody of your kin. 
this is strictly for educational dating purposes. Okay. Strictly educational dating purposes. This is on this man's wedding day. I'd be damned if I do this. So y'all see everything wrong with this picture, right? Right? Cause you know, y'all let that, y'all let that, uh, what was it? What do you call himself? An image consultant. Tell y'all fit feminine friendly. Cause y'all let that man convince y'all that all these women had to be, and, and, oh, you know what? The, the obesity rates came out today. Let's talk, let's bring, let me pull that. I'm going to get back into this. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to get back to this. Hold up, hold up. Obesity rates came out today, 2023. Yeah, in the USA. What, what does it say? Once again, this man told y'all fit feminine friendly. Right? That's what he told y'all. But that's not the, that's not the reality. Where we get to the numbers? Where the numbers at? Here we go. You ready? Now, the BMI is sketchy. Okay, because, hell, the BMI says I'm overweight for my size and height. It's sketchy, but this is the standard that we go by. Okay, let's see. Here we go. You ready? The World Obesity Federation predicts that by 2030, one in five women and one in seven men will have obesity. Okay. Currently, more people have obesity than underweight in every region of the world, with the exception of sub-Saharan Africa and Asia, revealing how it's a common health problem in both developed and developing countries. You ready? Here we go. Here's a, this, here's a kicker. The obesity rate in the U.S. continued to climb during COVID-19 pandemic, increasing by 3% between March 2020 and March 2021. Obesity is linked to 30 to 53% of new diabetes cases in the U.S. every year. This is from the Journal of the American Heart Association. Don't debate me. Debate the white man and his numbers. Okay. Medical costs for people with obesity in the U.S. tend to be 30 to 40% higher than those than for those for people without obesity. Okay. Here we go. Based on data collected between 2017 and 2021, 41.9% of adults in the U.S. have obesity. Where the, where the hell are you going to find a fit, feminine, friendly chick at? Let's continue. The same data suggests 19.7% of adolescents and children in the U.S. that... Uh, Basically, uh, 14.7 million individuals have obesity. Okay? This ain't black and white. This is everybody's children's, children here in the U.S. 14.7 million children have obesity. Let's continue. Worldwide, more than 1 billion people have obesity. That's 650 million adults and 300 40 million adolescents and 39 million children. That's the world, y'all. That's the world. Okay? So, where is this fit, feminine, friendly thing y'all talking about? 
And like I said, I, hey, I, I'll be the first to say that the BMI thing is sketchy, but it is the standard. It is the standard. Okay? I'm just saying. Yeah, I, they got, I, I'm overweight. Yeah, same, same stats. They got me overweight. It says I should be down to 135, 140. Like, what? If I, if I was down to 135, do you know how sickly I would be looking? Y'all would think I had, I was on coke. Y'all think I'd be doing drugs or something. Like, yo, look how sickly Sly's looking. He's, I can, you know, I would be all just gaunt in the face. If I, according to the BMI, if I'm at my BMI weight, there's no way. I, I'd be having diabetes because I'm underweight, right? So now, I'm getting back to this. I'm getting back to this. All right, thank you for the five on the super chat. Uh, send you an email. So I got you got to get on top of this. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. I, I think I, I emailed you though. I think I did. Yeah. Once again, green lines, this fit feminine friendly thing. Okay, now let me. Now let's do one more green lines. I I hope she doesn't ever see this live stream. <laughs> I hope, but once again, this is for educational purposes only. No defamation, no slander, strictly dating educational purposes. This is totally fictional. This is total complete fiction. This is not real. This is the multiverse. Okay. This is earth six, six, two. Now let's do the green lines. Run the green lines, y'all. Run it. Run it. Run the green lines. Tell me what you see, class. Tell me what you see. Tell me what you see. Tell me what you see. This is strictly for educational purposes. This is total, total complete fiction. This is not real. This is the multiverse. This is Earth 662. Okay. What do you see? Now, once again, you know, is it fair for us to judge a relationship based off one picture? No. No, it's not. But if this is the average of how they take pictures, this is, this is telling. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, just tell me what y'all see. Wait, you're six five two fifty, and you're overweight. So what they want you down to two twenty? Holy cow! You'd be a you wouldn't even look right, like at two thirty, two twenty, at six five. You wouldn't even look right, bro. They yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Y'all own it. Oof. 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 Oh no. I'm gone. Once again. That that once again that's the they chose for the wedding. That this is at a wedding, but once again, this is all fiction. Terry, I love you. You are my one of my sweet dear friends. <laughs> this is strictly for um, educational dating purposes. This is for body language studies. Yes, this is for body language studies, and this is fiction, complete fiction. Okay, this is for body language studies. Okay. Okay. God damn, six four one seventy, bro. That's underweight, 
bro, I need you to get some weed protein or something. I don't know. There's nobody just, you know, just, I'm just, I'm just picking random pictures and we, let's see what they, you know, let's see what we see. Let's see what we see. Oh, no, it's not Photoshop. I assure you it's not Photoshop. It's not Photoshop. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, once again, no, ma'am, they, they are a couple. <laughs> she says his mother's a no, ma'am, they are a couple. So another point I want to, I want to mention to everybody. I'm glad y'all, I'm glad you said that here like wool, because this wall thing I keep hearing about, I keep hearing about this wall. I don't see it. Because clearly y'all can see there's a, a, a pretty significant age gap. Once again, this is for body language studies. This is not slander, not, not, not defamation. This is for educational purposes only. Uh, dating educational purposes. This is fictional. This is from Earth 662. This is the multiverse. Okay? My nigga said that's a tight girdle. I'm gone. Gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. Yes, the wall is absolutely bunk. Absolutely. You know what? I want to move this over here. I want to move this up here. Yeah. Let's do that. Absolutely bunk. Absolutely bunk. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to get out of here. Once again, body language studies. Body language studies. Okay. Woo. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> This was at a wedding, bro. It was a wedding. It was a wedding. It was a wedding. Shame on you guys. Shame. Like, I was supposed to bring her on to, for, uh, to interview her, but she's busy doing her own thing. So whenever she gets time for me, I'll bring her on. So I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring her on. Like, I've already told her whenever she's ready, just hit me up. So, Okay. And that one, move that to trash. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, Russia, China. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. We're going to get to it. Let me see what else real quick. I want to pull up. There was something else I wanted to talk about. Yes. Let. Oh, yeah, we got to do this. We have to cover this. Once again, it goes back to the, you know, women behaving badly, but this is pretty bad. This is pretty bad. Like, this is bad. Like, but you know what? Doesn't matter. Women going to women. Okay. Women are going to women. This is pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. Oh, where is that at? Removed. Show. Removed. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. You ready for some more be women behaving badly? Now, once again, y'all know me. I let women, they going to do what they going to do. You can't stop, st stop them. And my suggestions for bringing them to heal, y'all ain't going to like anyway because y'all going to call me abusive. Or, or or a misogynist. So I don't even bother giving my opinion on these things. I just like to show these things because it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Let's get, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay. 
Here we go. Former detention officer arrested. You ready? <laughs> old people are brutal when it comes to obesity. <laughs> Sheriff Patrick Labatt announced that a former detention officer with the full ticket. God damn it, RC. You know, there's an evil spirit. There's a spirit of lust over the city of Atlanta. I re I'm firmly convinced there's an actual spirit of lust over the city of Atlanta. But let's continue. Uh, former detention officer with the Fulton County Sheriff's Office is facing more than a dozen charges after being arrested on March 20th, 2023. Kawana Jenkins is charged with two counts of improper sexual contact by employee or agent, five counts of violation of oath by a public officer, two counts of reckless conduct, two counts of cr cruelty, two counts of cruelty to inmates and one count of obtain, procure, give inmate prohibited item without authorization. Jenkins had been employed with the Fulton County Sheriff's office since December, 2019. You ain't got So you, you ain't, you ain't been there to get no pension. So you just, <laughs> you know, I wish I could be, I could work in law enforcement. If there was some way that somebody would just magically expunge my record, I would, I would quickly be in law enforcement. Sign me up. Okay. I would be a ghetto crime fighter. Send me to the worst hoods. You know what I'm saying? Give me the, the what, what, what's Gen 5 Glock, you know, with the backup SIG 320 on, on my, on my, on my ankle. Get, send me to the worst hoods. I will be a ghetto crime fighter. I will be the cop. Okay. Let's go. Jenkins is accused of inappropriate behavior with the male inmate. The incident, which led to her termination and subsequent arrest, was videotaped in a contraband cell phone, which was seized during a shakedown of the Fulton County Jail. It gets much worse. Upon confirmation that Jenkins was the subject in the video, she was terminated and charged in relation to the crimes committed. As sheriff of Fulton County, I am committed to transparency and to holding each and every employee accountable to oath they have taken to protect, uh, protect and serve our community. Uh, the actions of this one individual are certainly not a reflection of the men and women of the Fulton County Sheriff's Office. The vast majority of employees are to be commended for their integrity, commitment to service, and the work they do day in, day out. It gets much worse. It gets much worse. You ready? It gets much worse. You ready? Okay, let's continue. Let's go. Woo! Child. Listen. Y'all, I hate y'all right now. But hey, that's why we're here. Let's go. Can you bring the um, comments that you want to come back? pill this how how do you fresh and fit this H how do you course correct this over oh, real shit okay A ask yourself who recorded this the inmate it was the inmate's phone 
It was the inmate's phone. It was the inmate's phone. How do you Rolo Tomasi this? How do you coach Greg Adams this? How do you minister Jap this? How do you alpha male strategies do this? How do you Stephis Cole this? How do you Ron Wills this? How do you uh, Allen Roger Curry this? How do you Kevin Samuels this? How? How do you Obsidian Mumia Ali this? How do you Bernard Riley do this? How do you Little Eddie the Ass Wiper this? How do you do this? How? 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 Help. Help. How do you do? How do you red pill this? How do you red pill this? This nigga's an inmate. How do you look Eddie the ass wiper Anderson this? This was an inmate. Now we've all heard the stories of them, you know, fornicating, but you just see it to see how it goes down. Very, very telling. How do you fix this, y'all? It was his phone. This woman was 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 willing to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you best believe she was moist. Believe it. Believe it, yes. During this shakedown, because you're not supposed to have phones in Fulton County Jail that is considered contraband. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. How do you angry man this? Yeah. How? 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 Yeah. That's her. Yeah. She got charged with cruelty to an inmate. Cruelty to an inmate. Cruelty to an inmate. Okay. I mean, <laughs> okay. Whoops. My bad. Whoops. whoops. No, not you. Get out of here, Baragon. Baragon's on vacation. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. <sighs> okay, what is this? What is that? Did I already do this? Yeah, I already did that. Okay, move the trash. Move the trash. All right. Let's do this. Okay. I guess we can get into Tasha K. But there's one thing I think people have forgotten or kind of overlooked. I'm not sure. But I, I'll we'll talk about it real quick. Um Oh yes, this too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very, very important. This is very important because now you see you gotta see the push. Okay. Employers, wait, 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 employers, acquiring, oh yeah, and degree, yeah, this is a huge, 
This is huge. Okay. Now, let's do this. Let's get the Tasha K. Let's get the Tasha K. Let's get. The, let's lower the vibration. Let's lower the vibration. <laughs> oh boy. find it okay here we go all right so tasha k is the reason why pretty much every every youtuber or content creator can 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 get sniped okay okay Tasha K is the reason why we can all get sniped for saying things that for uh, saying things that may be that may be deemed slanderous uh, or, or, or defamatory, right? Okay. All right, so here we go. Okay, so now she, okay, okay. She's a damn winos. We lost the appeal against Cardi B. Sad day, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be all right. I appreciate all your love and support throughout this fight. Today we throw in the white flag, but what ha what happened will never happen again to Cardi and her team. I apologize, sincere. Okay, I forget she does have like a ninth grade education. I think she meant to say I apologize sincerely. Uh, we live and learn. See y'all Wednesday on YouTube. Talk about a check my mouth can't cash. And you know what the sad part is? All this heifer had to do was just pull the video. Look at this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You see this? Oh, they're coming out already. Here they go. This woman says, hey. She apologized. Let's move on. Stop judging her. Many on here have said worse. Uh-oh. I love this. About to subscribe to your YouTube and whatever you whatever else you have. Okay, let me see what else. Let's see what else. <laughs> they are dragging her though. This is funny. Okay, okay, okay. Now, here's what I like. An apology after ignoring a cease and desist facing trial, losing said trial, and losing the appeal is not an apology. The bar is in hell if, it, if this is considered an apology. Now, I remember my first cease and desist during that, that Kanika Jenkins thing. The, the hotel owner, the chain owner sent me a cease and desist. I had never been so shook in my life. I had never been so shook in my life. Okay, that shit used my full government name. And they called me Mr. They, they said Mr. in the front. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, no. I said, I'm done. I'm out. I tapped out quick. Because I didn't think nobody was paying attention, paying attention to my videos. I think what happened was Azalea, Azalea Banks got a hold of one of my videos. And she posted it on her IG. I mean, it helped, but didn't help. But, yeah, I got that, that cease and desist. I said, I know what time it is. I know what y'all want me to do. I'm a, I'm a, I will capitulate. I'm going to act right. 
I'm going to act right. Okay? I'm going to act right. And that's what I did. But they've been dragging her, rightfully so. But you know you're going to get the, the women that... Oof, she's hard to look at, y'all. I'm sorry. She's hard to look at. And, okay. Let's get to the actual story. All right. So she lost the appeal. Okay. Now, this, is, this is the most important part that I, I think people are forgetting. So the judge also required her to take down multiple videos where she made false a- accusations against the 30-year-old. So April 1st, it's an injunctive hearing. Okay, April 1st is the injunctive hearing where they're going to go through all of her Cardi B videos and they're going to make a a determination if they go away. Okay, so April 1st is the injunctive hearing for her Cardi B videos. And if the court says, oh, they got they got to go. YouTube's going to pull them. Okay, YouTube's got to pull them. Uh Oh, Leslie Jones. Uh Oh, no, 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 no. Man, she is. Listen, but I tell you what, I don't. I don't mean to sound crass, but if she did, if Tasha K did OnlyFans, she'd clean up. Listen, if Tasha K did OnlyFans, that four million would be wiped out really, really quick. You think I'm playing? Yeah. So one point three in in legal fees, and two point five in damages. Okay. Okay. So what, how they lost the appeal is she never tells us where in the 5,500 pages. Record record, the district court's alleged errors can be found because Kibi's brief uh, falls well short of what we require. She has abandoned this argument. Because remember, they were uh, insinuating there were uh, errors. There were, there were errors in, in, in the proceedings. They couldn't find any errors. That's why they lost the, the appeal. That's why they, fi- they filed the appeal. But listen, I'm just saying if Tasha K went to OnlyFans, let's not act like she, she wouldn't be making some stupid money. Y'all can say what y'all want. Okay, OG, oh, uh, FBG Duck Mama on it making 15, 20 grand a month. Y'all better stop playing. Oh, somebody sent me the actual video that she's actually having sex on camera. Lord have mercy. I forget which one of you some bitches. And that's my first curse word of the day. Which one of you some. <laughs> somebody sent me the video from her OnlyFans. FB, FBG Mama Duck is having sex on camera. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Yes. F, FBG Duck Mama having sex on her OnlyFans. It's, it's a nightmare. Okay. 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 Anywho, yes. So uh, she she got to pay up. Uh, so much for that moving to Africa thing. We knew that was a, a, a ruse. She was only hiding out until the appeal came through. Right? And we I even said, yo, if she moved to Africa, ain't nobody going to watch that shit. What content are you going to talk about? African content? No one's checking for African content. This is the U.S., baby. <laughs> The only content that matters is what the, what the Americans are doing. Sorry. 
Sorry. All right. Okay. Now. Let me pull it back. Let me get to my next story. Now, this was very interesting. Y'all pay attention. Okay. All these jobs with these specialized degrees. Y'all pay attention. And, and guess who's leading the, the leading the way? Our good old buddy Obama. This fool here, Obama wants companies to strip degree requirements for more six-figure jobs to address the labor shortage. Now, who do you think is going to get these jobs? Linda Harris, thank you for the five in the cash app. Now, now, didn't I just have a conversation earlier today about um, millennials being replaced? Didn't I just say this earlier today, not even five, four or five hours ago? So they, they want to remove the degree requirement for these six-figure jobs. Who do you think is going to get these jobs? Let's, go, let's get into it. Former President Barack Obama said more states should drop degree requirements for government jobs. For government jobs. Can you imagine an illegal that comes here illegally and getting an American government job? A civics job? That's as several states have done so this year, highlighting the partisan, uh, the policy's bipartisan appeal. The policy targets workers who quit the labor force due to the low lower pay offered by jobs for which they qualify. Uh, arguing that companies should end degree inflation, a term that describes employers who instill education requirements for jobs that don't need them. It's a practice that a number of state governments have eliminated recently. Pennsylvania's new governor, Democrat Josh Shapiro, got rid of a four-year degree requirement this year for the two vast majority of jobs in the state government. Over the last two months, both Alaska and Georgia, states with Republican governors have taken similar steps. With an executive order in the former and pending legislation in the latter, representing an increasingly popular method of tackling the United States persisting labor shortage with bipartisan appeal. Millennials, you black, you young black millennials, y'all not going to get these jobs. It's an example of a smart policy that gets rid of unnecessary college degree requirements. and reduces barriers to good paying jobs. I hope other states follow suit. Okay, millennials, y'all going to be asked out. President Joe Biden shares, shares uh, Obama's, uh, Obama's enthusiasm for this type of policy, giving Ohio a shout out during his State of the Union address last month. New factories in the state could, uh, could offer thousands of jobs paying $130,000 a year, and many don't require a college degree. College grads still earn more than workers with no university degree, even as Americans struggle under the weight of college debt and overall enrollment sinks across the country. Uh-oh, here we go. Additionally, a 2017 report found that degree requirements were unnecessary for millions of jobs and disproportionately impacted black and Latino workers who hold fewer degrees than their white peers. 
businesses are paying tens of millions of workers too little money relative to the cost of living in this country. Okay. Here we go. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro signed in his first executive order in January 2023, removing four-year degree requirements for an estimated 65,000 or 92% of state civil service positions. Okay. Uh-oh. Maryland's former governor, Larry Hogan, was the first to announce that the state would open up thousands of state government roles to workers who didn't have degrees. Mm. The state, which has seen an increase in vacancies amongst executive state government roles, estimated that these workers without degrees could substitute for nearly half of the state's 38,000 person workforce. Other states have followed suit. Utah Governor Spencer Cox announced in December 22, uh, a skills first hiring initiative eliminating a bachelor's degree requirement on 98% of the state's 1,080 government jobs. And here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Millennials, you're not getting these jobs. Millennials, I got bad news for you. Y'all not going to get these jobs. Special series America's College Crisis, skyrocketing tuition, life crippling student loan debt. It's got millions of parents and high schoolers wondering whether college is even worth it anymore. Yeah, last year alone, enrollment dropped by 4.3% nationwide. Now, major companies are dropping their requirement for a degree. Our Drake Clark is live in New York at Washington Square Park, it looks like, uh, with a look at this story. Drake, good morning. Adrian and Mitch, good morning. Yeah, we're here at the park just across the street from the NYU campus. And this morning, we are naming names, giving you the companies that have now dropped their college degree requirement. This is a really big deal because just a few years ago, this would not have been the case. But the going rate for success has always been this tale. Okay. Go to college, get a degree, yep. land a good job, and yep. make lots of money. But with yep. the cost of college now so very expensive and wages barely keeping up, the question is, what's the ROI, return on investment? I did some digging around. Take a look. Okay. The numbers are staggering. There are 4 million fewer students in college today compared to 10 years ago. 70% of high school graduates at the peak about 2017 were going straight to college. Now we're down to 63%, and the decline is even sharper in many states. That's you millennials, right, that they're talking about? So y'all don't want to work, you, you don't want to go to school. So what do you millennials want to do? But let's continue. <laughs> John Marcus is senior editor at the Heckinger Report, a nonprofit publication covering inequality and innovation in education. The greatest decline, he says, is in the Northeast and Midwest, where birth rates are flat, meaning fewer students are coming out of high school. But the biggest reason why admission numbers are declining is the soaring cost. It's not a secret that for decades, the cost of college has been increasing uh, exponentially and people have struggled to pay it. Uh, they've often borrowed to pay it. But guess who's not going to struggle to go to college? The illegals that universities are setting monies aside to scholarships. We just talked about this. HBCUs are setting monies aside for the illegals to go to school, room and board. Once again, you millennials, y'all going to be, you need to learn this term. It's called assed out. 
It's called Asked Out. Get to know it. Get to know it well which has resulted in the student loan crisis that we've been hearing quite a lot about. In fact, today, more than 40 million Americans have college debt. Megan McGrody is a first-year student at Boston University, an aspiring attorney. Four years of undergrad, three years of law school, costing mm. her family well into the six figures. Mm -hmm. And I applied for financial aid, and these, like, 100% need-based, need so that helped, too. And the biggest universities are taking notice, launching programs to lure kids to college. Princeton just announcing most families earning less than $100,000 a year will pay nothing to attend the university. Now, which families you think earn less than $100,000 a year they're going to be going after? Oh, okay. Take a guess. But for everyone else, paying sky-high prices, what's the return on their investment? Turns out it all depends on your major. We've seen a big decline in the number of people enrolling in majors with the lowest ROI. So humanities, history, um, English. College graduates make on average 67% more than non-college graduates. Of course, there are some professions that require a degree. This is a very wide and vast world. So, I mean, we need someone for everything. Like there needs to be someone with a college degree to be a doctor. But if you don't want to be a doctor or lawyer, do you really need a college degree? Okay, In a knowledge go. economy like ours, based largely on things like tech, you need some people to continue to go to college. You don't need everybody to go to college. Now, major companies like Google, Tesla, and IBM have dropped their requirement for a college degree. It's the new frontier of talent recruitment as enrollment continues to drop. Yeah, y'all go ahead and give AM1 his flowers, skills and resources. He's been preaching that ever since he came in into the space and they jumped him every time for that. So AM1, this is this is for you, bro. Yeah, he skills and resources. That's it, that's all. Piece of paper with a with a stamp, with a seal. It's going to mean nothing. It's going to mean nothing. Right? Okay. Now let me pull it back. And then let me get to my, my find my next story because I had a lot of I had a bunch of stuff I wanted to cover with you guys. Um, we'll get to uh, China and Russia, the, the mega powers. Uh, okay, Tasha K got that. Employers college degrees, we got that. Let's get into uh oh yeah, pilot incapacitation. This is why I, I'm so happy I drive. I love driving cross cross country. Best thing in the world because no one can tell you anything. Nobody can tell you anything. Have y'all seen this shit? Have y'all seen this? This this new phenomena is called pilot incapacitation. It's called pilot incapacitation. Let's continue. Southwest Airlines to party in Las Vegas flight diverted as pilot collapsed shortly after takeoff morning of March 22nd. This, this is the fifth pilot collapse in the past three weeks. You think this is, a, this is a, an isolated event? You think this is an isolated event? This is pilot incapacitation oh check my paypal oh, oh i see you i see you i got you i got you i got you ray j thank you for the 10 on the cat uh, on the paypal i said i said it last stream millennials have been dropping out of the labor force 
to do other things to fund their lives. Even Dave Ramsey tried to shame millennials for not being in the workforce. They say he wanted uh, them white boys released a cracking on him so bad to the point that Dave had to put some young faces employed by him in his videos to the fan of flames for a while. Wow. Thank you, bro. <laughs> You, I'll just say this. You guys are in a very precarious spot. I, I don't know what, I don't know what the answer is for, for millennials. If you can find something out of the norm, out the box to sustain yourself long-term, go for it. But, you know, I don't know. There's something to be said to be that for you to be in the labor force to a certain extent, you know, but let's continue. Let's continue. Um, Okay, Pilot Josh Yoder reports, I'm being notified by passengers on a Southwest flight departing Las Vegas that the captain became incapacitated soon after takeoff this morning. He was removed from the flight deck and replaced by a non-Southwest pilot who was commuting on that flight. Okay? Uh, continue reading. Let me read. So here are, here are the incidents, the past in incidents. Uh, March 13th, Emirates flight diverted due to pilot illness hour and a half after takeoff. March 11th, United Airlines flight diverted due to incapacitated pilot who had chest pains. Um, another one in March, British Airways pilot collapsed in Cairo Hotel and died. Was scheduled to fly Airbus A321 from Cairo to London. March 3rd, Virgin Australia flight Adelaide to Perth was forced to make an emergency landing after first officer suffered heart attack 30 minutes after departure. Shit. Y'all can have that. Y'all can have these airplanes. I'm good. I'm good. Holy cow. I'm good. I'm good. No, thank you. Okay. This is, this is, so they're already getting ready for it. So let's see here. So Airbus test tech to help if pilots become incapacitated. This is your new norm, people. One of the biggest, one of the world's biggest aircraft manufacturers is conducting real world, real world tests of technology that would enable automatic flying if the pilot becomes uh, incapacitated, dubbed Dragonfly. The project aimed to mimic the dragonfly insect, its phenomenal vi uh, vision, the ability to see 360 degrees, and its ability to recognize landmarks. The aim of the project was to enhance flight safety and efficiency. Uh, during the flight test campaign, the technologies were able to assist pilots in flight, managing a simulated incapacitated crew member event and during landing and taxiing operations. She said the plane would detect if pilots were incapacitated and would then select the most suitable airport for landing. AI-assisted landing would help in difficult weather or poor visibility with increased sensors, computer vision algorithmics, and new guidance com computation. Automatic landing can be applied at any airport in the world, even if the runway is not equipped with the ground technology to do so. Bruh. Bruh. You, listen. You, you, <laughs> life is about to be so just chillax with these robots embrace the robots y'all embrace the ai matter of fact hollywood where's my i wish george sims was here um where, where, where's the article shit where's the freaking article i wish my man george sims was here Which one do i have it do i have it 
here. No. Okay, I found it. Hollywood. We got a cheat code. We got the cheat code. So you complain about the scripts and the content Hollywood's putting out. Guess what? Chat GPT to the rescue. This is not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted. Okay. Well, anywho. Writers Guild. Chat. GPT. Here we go. Here we go. The Writers Guild of America. Okay. Screenwriters. Considers letting AI write Hollywood scripts. Y'all complain about the quality of scripts, right? You complain about the quality of the scripts, right? Yeah. Okay. The labor union, which represents film and television writers has recently proposed allowing AI like Chad GPT to write scripts. As long as humans get credit for their contributions. I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, AI is about to make y'all so lazy. AI is going to make people so freaking lazy. So lazy. According to Variety. <laughs> yeah. 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 Under uh, WGA's proposal, a human writer could use ChatGPT to write a script and would not have to share writing credits or any residuals earned from the production. Likewise, a studio could hand an AI-generated script to a human for edits and rewrites, and the human writer would retain credit for being the first writer on the project. More specifically, WGA's proposal specifies that the AI-generated text should not be considered literary material or source material, which is an umbrella term for novels, plays, or magazine articles that a screenplay could be based on. This is huge, guys. This is huge. WGA's proposal suggests treating AI less as a creator and more as a tool, which could help writers prevent negotiations with software companies over who actually owns a script or project. The proposal comes as the labor unit negotiates a new contract with uh, Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. This is huge. The WGA has recently called for the regulation of artificial intelligence in professional writing projects, which is timely as a report from ChatGPT's overlord OpenAI predicted that 80% of the U.S. workforce could eventually be affected by AI in some capacity. Okay? This is huge. Content creators. This is a, a, a double-edged sword, but you know... This is a double-edged sword. Yeah, Wally, here we come. Yeah, we're all going to be on the cruise ship too fat to get up and do anything while Wally runs around plotting to take over the world. Exactly. Exactly. Please let... <laughs> man, yeah, let, a, let AI run, do some of these, B, these uh, DC movies, man. Yeah, this is crazy, yo. Crazy, crazy. All right, let me see. Do I have anything else? Okay. Yeah, one more topic. No, China, Russia, China, Russia. Okay, let's get to China, Russia. Let's get to China, Russia, and then we wrap it up with, with Dion Jones. China, oh, Russia deal. Hey y'all, what what year was it for all my wrestling fans? What year was it when the Mega Powers were formed? All my 
my WWF fans, yeah, love Death and Robots. Um, what year was it the Mega Powers were formed? What year was it when Randy Macho Man Savage and the Hulk Hogan came together to form the Mega Powers? What year was that? <laughs> 1988. 1988, the mega powers were born. They had that long ass handshake. They were like, God damn. This is what the mega powers, y'all. This is exactly what just took place. Oh, wait, Tavares, that's before my time. Bruh, you. Man, I I feel sorry for some of you guys. Like the times and the things we saw and experienced in, in the eighties as eighties babies. That's why I say Gen X is the best, man. Cause we got the I believe we had the best childhood of any generation. Hands down. Like there's no nobody had a better childhood than Gen X. Nobody. I mean from activities to television programming. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody had a better childhood than us. Even despite the crack era. 80s was the best time. The best times ever. So let's get into it. (laughs) The mega powers. I love that shit. I love it. I love it. Obviously, we got... Like, how can you... I can't even... How can you be mad? How can you be mad at this? Like, I love it. Like, I don't know why I'm excited for this. I don't know why, because I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't help the U.S. dollar, but, you know, it makes for great television. Rolling out the red carpet for his, quote, dear friend, Chinese leader Xi Jinping, greeting each other for their second day of meetings in Moscow. Despite skepticism from the West that the visit is more about supporting Russia and furthering Beijing's own self-interests, Putin and Xi signing an economic deal, deepening their partnership, and calling for an end to actions that increase tensions in the prolonged war in Ukraine. Of course, we did not ignore the situation around Ukraine. We believe that many of the points on the peace plan put forward by China are consistent with Russian approaches and can be taken as the basis of a peaceful settlement when the West and Kyiv are ready for it. But this readiness is not observed on their side. Since the war began, Russia has become far more dependent on China. China has been propping up Russia's economy amid Western sanctions by purchasing its energy, replacing Western suppliers in electronics, cars. If there's one thing I'm still mad at Trump for, I'm still mad at Trump for those sanctions against China because I... I want to buy a Huawei phone, right? There was like three Huawei phones I wanted to buy. But because of the sanctions that he imposed against China, the phones, you can buy them, but you can't get um, Google Play Store installed on them. Like Huawei makes some of the best phones you've never heard of. Like Huawei phones are far and away leagues better than the iPhone and, and the Notes and the, the, S, um, the S series. Huawei hands down, hands down makes the best phones, but they don't come with um, the Google Play Store because of those sanctions that still are enacted to this day. I'd have been got me a Huawei phone, but but I won't because I can't because I can't get the, the Google Play Store. Now you can jailbreak that shit, but I don't feel like going through all that. 
cars and aircraft and providing an alternative to the U.S. dollar. She is inviting Putin to China this year and told Putin they share similar goals. Putin says Russia has closely studied Beijing's peace proposal for Ukraine, a plan that Washington says would solidify Russia's grip on occupied land. China would not want to see Putin fail. It would set a terrible example for the Chinese system. China and Russia have a complicated history, but their shared adversarial relationship with Washington is driving them closer. This is a the enemy of my enemy. Marriage of convenience, not of affection. In Russia, there's some cynicism about Beijing's motives. On a Russian state TV talk show, this military pundit said, China can have only one ally, China itself. China can only have one set of interests, pro-Chinese ones. Chinese foreign policy is utterly devoid of altruism. But Chinese state media is in overdrive, touting the benefits of the Russia-China relationship. And it's all positive wow. comments on China's heavily censored social media. So basically, they want to get off the dollar. At the end of the day, they want to get off the, the American dollar. I, I mean, that's basically the gist of it. You know? Like, that's the overarching theme is they want to get off the dollar. Mm, does anybody really get into the details of it, though? Because That's what I want to see. Who talks about the money? Right, because Russia's going to use the, the, the wand as their... Who's making this noise? Okay. Okay, Russia became uh, became energy-hungry China's top oil supplier in January and February, supplanting the Saudi Arabia. China's nationalist uh, tabloid uh, hailing energy as a ballast stone in the two nations. Okay. Putin committed to deliver at least 98 billion cubic meters of liquefied gas annually to China by 2030, which is six times higher than what they sold in China last year, but still below what Russian used to deliver to Europe. Mm. Okay. Beijing increasingly sees Russia as necessary ally as China and United States continue to fall out over numerous fronts, not limited to Taiwan and access to semiconductors. Okay, and then I believe China created a, a, a deal with um, Iran, China-Iran deal? Yeah, okay, this is even more interesting. So here, what do we know so far? Uh, China, da-da-da-da, Iran, mm-hmm, repair the relationship. Okay, 44 years since the Islamic Revolution in Iran. Da, 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 da. Okay, okay, okay. So they're they working that shit out over there. Yeah, here we go. <clears throat> How China's Iran-Saudi deal transformed geopolitics. Just get to the... Okay, bricks. Uh, what China what makes the Chinese broker uh the between Saudi Arabia and Iran even more tectonic shift is the overall trajectory of global geopolitics. Okay. Um, so the alternative alignments such as BRICS. China is the C in the BRICS group, the new global economic form whose GDP, when adjusted for purchasing power parity, now surpasses that of the US dominated G7. 
So because the UN thumbed its nose at Putin for Putin want to take back what belongs to them in the Ukraine. So now they got their own. It's the Legion of Doom. Yeah, it's the Legion of Doom versus the Justice League. Iran has already submitted to an application to join China and the other BRICS nation, Brazil, Russia, India, and South Africa, and Saudi Arabia has indicated that it will do uh, the same soon. Other nations such as Argentina and Egypt are lining up as well. Nigga. This is the Legion of Doom versus the, versus the Justice League. And uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Ricks is looking kind of kind of tough right now. <laughs> Ricks is looking kind of tough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't that brick that Bricks is looking kind of tough. Okay. I you know listen. We had a good run, y'all. <laughs> Hey, we had a we had a good run, y'all. Listen, America had a good run. America had a good run. <laughs> America had a good run. Can't win them all, y'all. Can't win them all. Let me see. Anything else? Oh yeah, final story. Deion Jones. He don't know about Deion Jones. He won his case against the LAP. He won his. He sued an officer, and won his case against an officer. Okay. Shit. This 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 could be something down the pipe that you see like people being able to sue uh um police officers um personally. This is now to the ma- shit. We sit down with XXX Tentacion's no, grand no. Now to the major court victory for a California man taking part in a George Floyd protest back in 2020. This is a case that could have big implications across the country. Deion Jones suing the LAPD officer, he says, shot him with a rubber bullet. The jury agreeing the accused officer should be held personally responsible. And I get it. Y'all catch that. The jury held the officer personally responsible for his actions. Okay. This is what cops across the nation were afraid of when New York got rid of its qualified immunity. Because now you don't open the floodgates for, you know, people that had bad experiences with, with, with officers to personally sue them in court. A chance to sit down with Dion for this exclusive conversation on what this verdict means to him and possible future cases like this one. I'm just grateful that we had uh, a jury that decided in our, in our favor. Um, I believe that they saw the truth. A federal jury in Los Angeles this month awarded Deion Jones close to $400,000 in a landmark case against an LAPD officer accused of shooting at Jones during one of many mass protests in 2020 following the death of George Floyd. The verdict is believed to be the first of its kind in which an individual LAPD officer was held personally liable by a jury for his actions. This is a huge, I think this is a huge deal. You know, you're going to open the floodgates for this shit. I, I just can't see it not... I don't see the genie going back in the bottle at this point. Jones says he had been marching. This is what case law is all about, people. So this is what case law looks like. Because now, because of Deion Jones, he will be, his case will be the precedent set. So all cases to follow will be like, oh, that, that, that Deion Jones case, 2023, is a legal precedent. This will be the bar that all cases after will refer to for legal precedent. This is huge with a friend in LA's Fairfax district when they say they decided to move to a less chaotic area, a Trader Joe's parking lot. 
we found ourselves in the area closer to the Trader Joe's and a crowd of people who were either recording, had their hands up, or doing nothing at all. And then you have a police officer fire into that crowd. Peter Bueno, a veteran officer and a member of the LAPD's elite metropolitan division, denies shooting Jones. He testified he had attempted to shoot an unidentified protester who threw a water bottle at him. Jones was shot in the face with a rubber bullet fracturing his cheekbone. I'm reminded of uh, what my ophthalmologist said. He said if the bullet was an inch to the left, it would have hit your temple. If it was an inch to the right, you would have been blinded. So I would have been dead or blind. During the trial, in addition to body camera images from various officers that day, the jury was shown an enhanced body camera video, which Jones's attorney provided to ABC News with highlights. Seen here, images the defense says proved it was Officer Peter Bueno who fired in the direction of Jones and other protesters. Not only do Jones's attorneys say this is the first time an LAPD officer was found liable for injuring a protester, but Jones's case might set a precedent when it comes to future cases that are similar. Didn't I just say that? God damn it. I know what I'd be talking about, but let's continue. We now have an example with our case that you can take it all the way. We have an example that officers cannot brutalize uh, peaceful protesters. Orrin Snyder, Jones's lead attorney, says the verdict represents vindication in a broader context. Protest is part of the fabric of our democracy. Um, it is essential to our democracy. And if protesters fear excessive police force during peaceful demonstrations, it will chill. Uh, essential First Amendment activity. The verdict um, makes clear that there will be accountability going forward uh, if officers violate the constitutional rights of protesters. Officer Bueno, a member of the department for more than 25 years, is still on the force and following an internal investigation was cleared of any wrongdoing. While the LAPD declined to comment, Officer Bueno's attorney, Janine Jeffrey, says her client plans to appeal the verdict and offered this response in part saying, we respectfully disagree with the jury's decision. Uh -huh. For over one year after the incident, Mr. Jones gave a description of Officer Bueno that was not even close to Officer Bueno's physical appearance. Furthermore, Officer Bueno was at a very different location than the person identified by Mr. Jones. Okay, doesn't matter what y'all said, Dion said, the jury saw it another way so be mad at the jury i'm just saying and jones's expert as the shooter these inconsistencies combined with the inaccurate description and location of officer bueno demonstrate that officer bueno did not shoot mr jones so the case was essentially uh, filed in two phases uh talk about the second portion of the case holding the city of los angeles accountable as well as the lapd we are looking for systemic change in how these police officers interact with peaceful protesters because it shouldn't happen to me, it shouldn't happen to anybody. Snyder says he hopes the second phase of the case ignites widespread change. Look, the second case is about the systemic failure, the systemic breakdown, the systemic lapses that were so evident. I hope that we all believe that Americans and the citizens of Los Angeles can go out. Here's what I hate. The only thing I hate about this is that it had to happen or it took a sweet man for this to happen. Had this dude been, uh, you know, what we deemed a masculine stand-up type of guy, probably wouldn't have won this case. This is where the optics once again come in, y'all. Unfortunately, it's going to take guys like him to, to, to see real change and, and legal precedent. Once again, this is huge. They're going to open the floodgates, right? Especially if there's no statute of limitations on, on past abuse. So whatever cop that doesn't harass you or put foot to your ass 20 years ago, you can, in theory, you could come back, sue him, and hold him personally liable. This is huge. And this will not just stay here in California. Trust me, it won't. This will spread. There and peacefully protest and don't have to worry about getting shot in the face with a rubber bullet. 
Now, Jones says he no longer feels any pain from the injuries he sustained that day, but he did say that he does have trouble sleeping. Well, hey there, GMA fans. Robin Roberts. Okay. Wow. All right, that's... My magazine is empty, y'all. My magazine is empty. That was pretty much it. I ran my mouth for an hour and 48 minutes. I'm going to get up out of here. But, um... It was inspired by Jesse. I can't. I hate y'all right now. I hate y'all. Yeah, that's what I hate, man. I, I hate that it, it took the optics of a sweet dude for an effeminate dude for this to take place. So, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. But um, I'm 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 keeping my eye on this for years to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, this whole democracy thing. Yeah, it's always, shit's always been a republic. Yeah, it's always always been a republic. I don't, you know, but hey, it is what it is, you know. So, yo, I'm going to get out of here. Thank y'all for hanging out with me. I promise to leave this up. And uh, thank you, everybody, that donated tonight. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Y'all have a good one. Keep it going. Let's keep it going.